You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, welcome in. We are live. I was going to call this like picks and profits. I don't know. I kind of felt like that might work, but we're also going to drink some bourbon tonight. So maybe it's bets and bourbon. I don't know what this is called, but what it is, is Ross Reed is joining me to make some season long bets. Ross, how are you feeling tonight? Uh, I feel fantastic. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I, I have this fun board for us to go to uh, work yes. through some season-long bets. I have made a few season-long bets. I don't know how deep you are uh-huh. into your bankroll here. Uh-huh. But I want to ask, before we get into season-long bets, the pros and cons of putting some of your bankroll into a season-long bet. What do you got? So, you know, to me, I always think that you can't be too reactive to what happened last year, right? Usually a team can improve or uh, improve, excuse me, or or regress within one or two games. But for the most part, when you're betting big money, you kind of want to stick with the blue chip teams, the ones that you know are going to be, you know, good to elite year after year, the ones that have elite quarterbacks. And then you always want to look at that one kind of team who's going to be able to take the next step going into the season, kind of that on the threshold last year, who's going to be able to take the next step, who's improved the roster over the season. I think coaching continuity is a big part of it as well. Yeah, that's a good point. I think from the gambler's standpoint, what I have learned about preseason betting, and I, I've done it for the last few years, I think what one thing you want to keep in mind is you don't want to put too much of your bankroll into preseason bets because mm-hmm. it's locked up for the next four months. These things aren't going to cash until the end of the year. If you pick you know, uh, Eagles over nine and a half wins and they get their 10th win in week 13, that bet doesn't pay out until the end of the year. They, they keep your money. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there's a little bit of, uh, you know, risk in letting the book hold your money for four months, uh, mm-hmm. because you can't, you don't have access to that money to bet again. Right. So if, if you're looking at it from the number of bets that you're going to make over the year, season long bets does it sits your money out. Maybe some of you think that that's a positive, right? Like that might be a, a bonus to actually take some of your money and say, you know what, I think this way and I'm going to sit it over here and that's, it's out of the game. I can't, I can't lose it any more than I did with that early bet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something to keep in mind. And then the other thing I think to keep in mind from a football perspective is, you know, the, the NFL season really does change regularly, right? They're, they're every few weeks, these teams are figuring out who they are. They kind of reinvent themselves. And so there, there are cycles throughout the year. So if you're betting weekly, as we're going to be doing every Sunday uh, and helping you through those bets, uh, you have to really kind of take stock regularly of where they're, where you're at. A team that's hot in September does not necessarily mean that they're going to just, you know, go all the way. We see that all the time. So, uh, but if you, if you put a bet in for a season long bet, 
you really only have to start worrying about it maybe towards the end if you want to start hedging or anything like that. Some some bets are going to be dead anyway. Uh, but when you get into December, there may be some bets that you made. Um, you have to revisit and say, you know what, actually, I wouldn't mind kind of hedging a little bit here um, so that I can make sure I can break even or I know I can make money if I just put this bet and I'll, and I'll take my money out here. Mm -hmm. So a couple things to keep in mind with season long bets. Um, what we're going to do tonight is Ross and I are going to go back and forth and we're going to we're going to place these poker chips that are above our names on the betting board. So the betting board's laid out as, and for those of you that are joining us on Second City Grid on YouTube, you can see this. For those of you that are listening to the podcast, um, let me try to paint you a picture with words. Uh, is We have all of the divisions laid out uh, with the teams, and then I have uh, placed their over-under number, their divisional odds, and their Super Bowl odds for every team. And then Ross and I have $500 worth of chips. We divided them out in a certain way. Um, it's not important about the actual dollar amount. You might be a big roller where you think a $100 bet is nothing. You may be someone who thinks, I'm never going to bet $100. That's my whole bankroll or whatever. The important thing to think about here is what your unit bet is. And for us, uh, the unit bet here is going to be $50. A 100 bet then is a two-unit bet means that we're really confident about that one. We're going to save that one for last. And then a $25 bet would be like, it's a half bet. It's a half unit bet. We like the, we like it, but it's not that big of a deal. Um, Ross, where did you start when you were betting? Where was your kind of starting unit bet? And you don't have to say where you're at now, but you know, how did you kind of grow as a, as a gambler? So, you know, for me, I like, kind of like I said in the open, right? I always looked at the, the, the teams that have that pedigree and I know I can bank on, right? And then I always looked at, you know, who are my steady star quarterbacks in the league and who are the guys that consistently do this year after year? So I love those those you know, blue chip pedigree franchises with the stability in the front office all the way down. A team like the Baltimore Ravens is probably going to come up here in a couple minutes. Um, obviously, you know, in the past, you're New England Patriots of the world, or even if you want to follow a guy like Tom Brady, because um, those are the usually the safer bets. From a home from standpoint, I, I try not to bet too much with my heart with the Chicago Bears, just because, right? I mean, we know how that goes. That's that's the fastest way, in my opinion, as a better for you to lose money, is for you to kind of um, get in your feelings a little bit and. Um, and, and, and kind of think that your, your team is, is, is going to be better than what they are. Um, I imagine we're going to have a little bit of Bears talk here. Um, you know, we, we, we might be taking the over down there on, on that six, but uh, we'll find out soon. But, yeah, for me, I always like to look at the consistency and kind of the, the, state, the stability uh, of a situation. And that's where I really like to put most of my units on, uh, especially at the start of the season. Okay. So – in true Ross and Jeff fashion, we're going to do this over some bourbon. So yeah. I brought a special bottle on. Uh, I don't know what you brought on. We didn't talk about this, but I mm -hmm. told you I had this sitting in my cabinet. So this is Maker's 46 cask strength. Mm -hmm. I brought it on for you, my man, nice. because I know that you're a Maker's guy. I am a um, so I'm going to open that up. Uh, what did you What did you bring? I've got a bottle here that a buddy of mine brought me. Uh, it's called Smoke Wagon uh, Unfiltered oh, yeah. Uncut, right? It's from a distillery out in Nevada. Um, Las Vegas, Nevada, to be exact. I thought, what better way if we're going to talk about gambling and making money uh, than to bring out something that's from Las Vegas, right? So, so you got you got the 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 unfiltered, the uncut, or yeah, the uncut, and that's right uh, 
Is that the black label? It is the black label. It's got a little bit of bite to it. I recommend if you do pick up this bottle, you can grab it in like a local Binnie's or any of your uh, local um, liquor stores. You put a couple drops of water in it and let it open it up a little bit. Good tip. Uh, that's, uh, I don't think you need that for this. No. So I don't think you need any water there. No. Uh, Brian, before we get in here, Brian asks, uh, do you take national media bias into account? <laughs> I mean, Brian, I know where you're going with that, but here's the thing. The books don't care. The books are, they're trying to get money on these things and they're trying to make sure that they win either way. Right. So some of this might be a little bit of national bias in terms of how many fans out there can are going to put their money up, and I'll, I'll I'll say right now we'll maybe get into it in a little bit. Dallas is generally overinflated because of that. There's a lot of of Dallas fans that'll put their money on there, so that's more of what you're looking at when you're trying to when you're trying to see bets. I don't think that a lot of national media people really push lines very much. Um, it's it's usually you know you're absolutely correct. It's usually they dictate the lines on how the fan bases are are kind of betting. Uh, on their own teams. And those lines tend to move a little bit from, you know, depending on after the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl's on actually on right now. They're doing the replay from the Super Bowl from last year uh, to now. And those lines usually tend to, to move a little bit depending on what fan bases do. And then also once the Sharps kind of put their statistics in there and they run their, their, their patterns and they kind of see what things are supposed to simulate and look like, and they start putting a bunch of money on those. That really is what can tinker the line 0.5 game to one game either way. Well, let's get into this thing. So sure. we each we each have uh, thirteen chips, mm-hmm. eight twenty five dollar chips, four fifty dollar chips, and a one hundred dollar chip. So you, as the guest here, I am going to allow you to have the pick of the board. Where do you want to start? Awesome. Um, let's take this to the NFC East if we can. And I am looking specifically at the Washington Commanders, and they are right now, their over-under is set at 7.5 wins this season. They're plus 575 to win the division, plus 8,000 to go to the Super Bowl. Um, I'm going to take a $25 chip, and I'm going to put that on the under for the Commanders this year. Um, Listen. Carson Wentz, I, I'm not a believer in Carson's Wentz. I think we've seen last year with the Colts uh, how much of a disaster that was after they traded a pick for him and they dumped him right away. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, Terry McLaurin, even though he's newly signed, um, he's got a new deal, I think he's going to suffer a little bit in that situation. Antonio Gibson always gets hurt in that offense. Chase Young, their best defensive player, is not ready right now to start the season. And their best rookie running back, he got shot two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> and so that a lot of that I, I'm not a big fan of that 7.5 this year for for the commanders I'm gonna take the under on them and um I'm gonna hold on to a prop bet as well for for the commanders uh later on in this uh program oh excellent I like that a lot little tease there yeah. um I uh I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll stick with a $25 bet as well I will do my first over under um I'm gonna go into the danger zone right away I'm going to go into the AFC West and I'm going to start by putting a $25 bet on the over for the LA Chargers. And that is because I think that as much as you've heard about the LA Chargers, you're going to start hearing a lot more because they, they really did arm up here. They didn't just get Khalil Mack to pair with Joey Bosa. Mm -hmm. Like they, they, they signed JC Jackson to, to strengthen that secondary. They have, 
all the weapons that uh, Justin Herbert needs, they, they've continued to build their offensive line. I think that they are going to be incredibly uh, competitive in, in a very stiff com- uh, division, but also mm-hmm. in the conference. I think they can make a deep run. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off light here and just, just take a quick over 10 on the Chargers. Nice. How many games did Brandon Staley uh, kind of cost him last year with the analytics and, and going forward in certain situations, right? At least two or three. In the long run, though, don't you want him to do that? Don't Absolutely. you want him to trust Herbert, right? 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm a huge Brandon Staley fan. And like you said, they, they went 9-8 and eight last year. So um, I like that bet. That's a nice, smart bet. Um, for my next one, I'm going to kind of raise you a little bit, though. I'm going to take the, my $50 chip, and I'm going to go right to that division, and I'm going to put it for the Kansas City Chiefs on the over 10.5 wins. Um, Kansas City Chiefs are kind of like – season six of friends jennifer aniston like she's still really really hot but you're kind of used to her right now so you kind of take (laughs) her for granted and um listen this is still a damn good football team um that offense is going to be just fine locked and loaded uh you know because they still have patrick mahomes there yes i know tyreek hill is gone but travis kelsey is still an elite tight end i don't think he's going to see much of a drop off just because he doesn't play the tight end position uh, like most guys do, like the Rob Gronkowski of the world, he doesn't take those big hits. Uh, I love the pickup of Juju Smith-Schuster. The kind of like, listen, the guy was playing with a, a noodle arm in Ben Roethlisberger the last couple of years. I think he'll have a nice year. They've got the rookie in Sky Moore. They've got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And I think their defense is really underrated. And again, we talk about that 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 continuity from the front office to the coaching staff to the roster. And there's nobody better than what Andy Reid does and his entire coaching staff. And I think Pat Mahomes has got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. Listen, in that division, he's had to hear about the Justin Herberts of the world. And then here comes Russell Wilson. And then Derek Carr has not got Devontae Adams. But I think Mahomes is going to kind of say, listen, I'm still the man in this league, in this division. This is still, you know, I've still run this. And he's going to kind of step up this year and really show people that uh, they're still the best team in that division. I mean, they, they have to make that next step of the evolution. And so the, I'm kind of betting that they can't make it quite as crisply as mm-hmm. everybody thinks that they might. And I get it that maybe we're fatigued a little bit. Chiefs fatigue. They've been in the AC Championship game for you know 38 mm-hmm. straight years, whatever it is now. But I, I think that the to, to me, the upstart Chargers, it's, it's a more fun bet because that is my second team. It's my AFC team. But mm-hmm. also because... Um, Quite well. I, I guess I haven't made a division bet yet, uh, but uh, um, I do think that they have a really good shot at the division. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch gears and and I'm gonna stay out west, but I'm gonna go to the NFC and I am going to uh, bet the under on the uh, Cardinals. Yeah, like they that. are currently at nine wins over under, and I just. I just don't believe in their infrastructure. Their their best player, DeAndre Hopkins, maybe you can debate whether or not that's their best player. I think he probably is. He's going to be out for the first six weeks. Uh, I just don't really have a lot of confidence in, in uh, Cliff Kingsbury as a coach. Kyler Murray, you know, I, I like him uh, to watch him as a player, but I don't really uh, see him maybe in that upper echelon that can carry a team. Um, he's exciting to watch, but I don't think he's going to carry a team for the long run. So uh, to me, nine feels too high, especially when you have two teams in that division that I think are markedly better. And so I don't think that they can get there. I'm going to bet the under on the Cardinals. Yeah, they're missing DeAndre Hopkins for the first six games of the season. That's a huge loss for them. I'm not a big fan of Hollywood Brown. Um, I, I think he did uh, – uh, Lamar Jackson, big to service. I'm not a big fan of Cliff Kingsbury. Obviously, we, we've seen 
Um, anytime Kyler Murray is playing Call of Duty, we can't be we can't trust him, right? So, um, luckily, there's no new Call of Duty game this year to, to keep <laughs> Kyler uh, occupied. But I'm pretty sure he's got Modern Warfare Two somewhere tucked in, the, tucked away, ready to pull it out. Where are you going next? I'm going back to the NFC East. Listen, I I love a lot of bets in this division this year. Um, I'm looking at the top of that division at the Dallas Cowboys at 10.5 wins. I'm going to actually take the under on this one. I'm going to put a $25 chip on there. Um, reason being, I, I think the Tyron Smith injury is a major, major big deal for them. That's that's their best offensive lineman on, on the offensive line that was already starting to get a little bit shaky, in my opinion. Um, and, you know, now you lose your left tackle. And, you know, what does that do for Dak Prescott? What does that do for a guy like CeeDee Lamb now that Amari Cooper is in Cleveland? We haven't really seen CeeDee yet be the man, right? And that's going to be a lot of pressure to put on his shoulders. Michael Gallup is coming off an injury there. What does Zeke Elliott have left in the tank? And I just don't think that um, that, that Diggs can also have 10-plus interceptions again for, for a second year in a row. I think a lot of that was an anomaly. And so I also think Mike McCarthy is a complete moron. So with all, <laughs> with all that said, and you've got an upstart team right behind them in the Philadelphia Eagles, I think the Cowboys take a little bit of a step back, and they, they got it at 10.5 wins. I like them right at that 10-win margin right there. 10-7 and seven seems very fair to me this year for them, but that's going to be under. Honestly, Ross, I'm just going to put a chip up there too. That was one of my bets, and I, I don't one of my high uh, ranking bets. I agree with you. Um, I think that the this is one of those situations where the the Cowboys have a lot of fans. It is a big fan base, mm-hmm. and so every year you see them getting talked up, uh, whether they deserve it or not. And this is a year that I don't think they deserve it. I think their coach is bottom tier. I think I think Mike McCarthy is a bottom tier head coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the, the game has passed him by. Um, if if you know if it ever wasn't, uh, you know it certainly has by by now. I don't believe in him. Um, you know their weapons are lacking. Their offensive line. I mean, they to me, I describe them in my column as uh, the end game Jenga, where mm-hmm. that next little block is mm-hmm. almost certainly going to just collapse the whole thing. And that's mm-hmm. what I feel like. They lose one like key player. Uh, for any amount of time, I think this whole the whole Jenga game's over for him. So yeah. to me, it's one of my favorite and easiest bets on the board is Cowboys under ten and a half. Nice, I love it. I love it. Let's kick it back to you. Let's go to the AFC East, and I'm looking at the New England Patriots at that eight and a half wins. Um, I am actually taking the under on this one. Um, Listen, I, I think this New England Patriots team is uh, kind of in disarray right now. I'm not a big fan of what they're doing from the offensive coordinator situation. They've got Mac Patricia and, um, and Joe Judge calling plays for them, kind of splitting plays. All indications out of Patriots camp and preseason is that the team just really has not looked good on offense. I do like their defense a lot. Um, but I don't know if they're going to be able to generate enough pass trust in that division to slow down guys like uh, Josh Allen and, and even Tua Tungvalova, who I'm not a big fan of, right? Um, so I actually think the New England Patriots are kind of on the way down. I think Bill Belichick is kind of in the twilight years of his career. Um, I think he can retire at, at any year now. 
I actually see them kind of closer to a six or seven win football team. Um, you know, it's just a lot of pressure for you to put on Mac Jones, who, in my opinion, has um, he's a good quarterback. He's a smart quarterback. But he's got that limited kind of athletic skills and really being able to push the football down the field and make explosive plays. And now all of a sudden, their rookie wide receiver is also hurt for the first six weeks of the season with a broken collarbone. To me, it just feels like they're going to really struggle this year and, and finish it about six wins. Yeah, it does seem like Bill Belichick has lost his fastball, right? Like he's just kind of throwing every hunk of junk he has over the plate. And right now that hunk of junk is Matt Patricia calling plays. I mean, what? What are we doing here? Like, I, I just don't know what's happening. I Look, I'm a Bears fan. I don't like the Patriots at all. I have nothing – like there's no like animosity towards the Patriots as a Bears fan, I guess is what I'm saying. But – I don't like them. I never cheered for them, but I have read like five or six books on Bill Belichick because I find him fascinating. And I don't know what's happening here. Like, I think that he's just kind of done. Right. So, so it's, uh, it's kind of insane. Uh, this, this might be the the year that everything kind of just folds for them. I'm going to, I'm going to head on over to the AFC North and I'm going to put a $25 chip on the over for the Bengals, mm-hmm. uh, nine and a half wins. They're in the Super Bowl last year. I understand that, uh, you know, maybe you think that that was, maybe some people think that, that was a little fluky. Some of their advanced statistics don't seem replicable, right? Like Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase, the big plays. You know, here's what I think. I think that they're really good. (laughs) And I think nine and a half just doesn't seem like a number that that is that crazy, especially when you consider that the Steelers, I don't think are going to be that good of a football team. Mm -hmm. The Browns are without their, their whatever quarterback for 11 games. Um, So I think that this, that the, the, the separation in this division is a lot bigger than, than what the over-unders indicate. So for me, I think uh, nine and a half is an easy over bet for me. Yeah, listen, they they beat up their offensive line this year. That was a major problem for them in the playoffs and going into the Super Bowl. Um, they probably have, you know, them and the Rams and, and maybe the Bills, probably like the best one through ten, you know, guys at the top of the roster in the league, right? And you probably put the Chargers up there as well. Um, there's just a lot of blue chip athletes on that team. And, and Joe Burrow is a stud. I'm a huge Joe Burrow fan. I, I, I draft him in a couple fantasy leagues this year. Um, so I, I love that pick. Um, you know, it, we always worry about the Super Bowl hangover, but I think that team is – they weren't supposed to be in the Super Bowl last year, so maybe they don't get a hangover, and I can very easily see them getting 10 wins. Yeah, absolutely. What do you got next? Uh, I am going to – this is our first visit to the NFC North, right? Yeah. So we're going we're going to our, our home territory here, but I'm not going to talk about the Bears yet. I'm actually going to talk about uh, the Detroit Lions, and I'm going to take the under on this six and a half. And I'm going to put a twenty-five. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to put a twenty-five dollar chip on there. Listen, this is a football team last year that you know where were they last year? They were three thirteen and one last year, and I think they have increased the roster. Um, but I'm still not a big Jared Goff fan. I still don't think they have enough big time athletes on both sides of the football for them to make a four game jump in the standings. That's just a huge jump in the standings, in my opinion. Um, it was what I talked about at the beginning of the show, right? It's like 
anything more than three games either way kind of really worries me. And I know a lot of teams are hot, right? A lot of people are hot right now in the Lions that they could take a major jump forward. But four games is a lot, in my opinion, to ask of them. I think they finish right about in that six win territory. Um, they maybe even finish up with five wins. I don't know if you've been watching Hard Knocks or not, but oh, yeah. Um, I wasn't overly impressed with the whole entire situation there. I think Dan Campbell is a is a good guy. He's fun to watch on TV, but I think he's a little bit of a, a of a kooky guy. And I'm not believing in the smoke and mirrors a little bit that they're throwing at you. And um, I got them at about six wins this year, which would get you the under. I I think that Hard Knocks has been entertaining, which is exactly what you want out of that yeah. product. Um, but it doesn't make me feel like they're going to win any more games. And I think that you're right. Like kind of betting against the hard knocks bump might be a thing right uh that, that's that's good I'm, i'll stay in the division i'm not going to touch the bears though um i am going to stick with my 25 dollars bet but I'm, I'm gonna do our first division win bet uh-huh. i'm gonna put it on the vikings nice. now here's why uh i i think that green bay is going to take a step back i don't think that they're the contender that people think they are um i think that you can't predict defense from year to year uh, yes, they have some good defensive players, but they lost some players too. Uh, they've been a team that hasn't had some of their best players be able to, to stay healthy. I mean, do we really know what David Bakhtiari is? Who is Aaron Rodgers throwing to? Okay. Yep. Like, I don't know. Now, I don't think that the Bears are in a position to uh, win the division. There's, you know, they, they're spending the least amount of cash on players that are playing in, in Navy and Orange this year in the entire league, right? Like, that's, they have, they're spending the least amount on their own team. They have the third most dead money. Like, I just don't think that the Bears are invested in 2022 to, to try to steal this division. I agree with you on the Lions, right? So I, I don't think that they can come up and they can steal the division. I do think the Vikings are trying. And I don't know if the Vikings are good I, or like could do anything in the playoffs. That's not the point of this bet. The point of this bet is I think Green Bay is going to come back to the pack. I think that they, uh, they, can, uh, they can fall off a bit here. And I think that the only team that can really take advantage of that is the Vikings. And I get a plus 250. So for those of you that are new to betting, if I put a hundred dollar bet on that, I'm gonna I'm gonna win two fifty back. That's a pretty good return on on a on a division bet for the second place team. And so for for me, that's it's one of the more attractive division bets out there. I'm putting a half unit on it, uh, so it's not like I'm I'm putting my hundred dollar chip there, but it's enough for me to want to uh, invest a little bit in purple. Well, listen, I am also joining you with that. I'm putting a half unit on the Vikings as well. I've, I've kind of, uh, you know, been echoing the same sentiments that you had as well, right? Listen, I love their offense this year. I mean, I listen, Kirk Cousins is not a great quarterback by any means. He's not a guy that I want to go to the playoffs and, and maybe lead me to a Super Bowl. But he is a really good regular season quarterback. And he will put up numbers in the regular season. He will get you some wins. And I do agree with you that the Packers take a step back, mostly because their offense, I think, this year is going to struggle. Uh, you know, Kirk Cousins still has um, uh, Justin Jefferson, who could be the best wide receiver in football. But Adam Thielen, who seems like he gets a touchdown every single game when he's healthy, and Dalvin Cook and Irv Smith, they've got a great offense. They took Zadarius Smith away from the Packers, right? So they've got um, bookend pass rushers and Smith and Daniel Hunter. And then most importantly, the coaching effect. Mike Zimmer was absolutely checked out last year. He just wanted nothing to do with football anymore. And that team somehow still won like nine games last year. Um, so I, I really think that they're going to take a step forward. I mean, obviously, that's me banking a lot 
on our, on brand new uh, head coach Kevin O'Connell. But he's coming from that Sean McVay tree. He's coming from a winning system. He's coming from uh, you know obviously uh, the guy that that decided to to line up Cooper Cup in different places and line him up in the slot and, and create these matchups and give him the football. I really think he's going to do the same thing with Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. And I just like the Vikings a lot. To not only uh, well, we'll talk about what Sunday is going to happen. Uh, <laughs> Um, but to, 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 to win that division going forward. Yeah, obviously a big game on Sunday uh, yes. for that. Um, I'm, I'm just going to kind of complete this thought, and I'm going to put a $25 under bet on the Packers, mm-hmm. 11 wins. Um, again, we've basically made those points, but I'm, it's enough for me to want to put a unit on that to show that, I'm, 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 that that's where my thinking is and sort of connect that together. Yep. My up? Yep, you're up. I'm up. Let's take a $50 chip and take that to the AFC South. And I'm going to put it on the Colts to win the division. All right. Um, Here's the thing is I think we're seeing the decline of Derrick Henry. Um, You know, his yards per carry last year was about league average, which was a little bit lower than what he had um, during his MVP run and, and those great seasons he had. And he had that foot injury last year. He did not look good in the playoffs. You couple that with the fact that this football team has lost A.J. Brown. He's now uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles. Their best wide receiver is Robert Woods. I love Robert Woods a lot. But what we've seen is guys that are one year removed or, or maybe even a few months removed from those catastrophic foot and knee injuries they typically don't have the same season as they do two years removed, a la Cooper Cup, you know, versus last year versus, you know, t- versus 21 season versus the 2020 season. And then you add all of that together and you throw in a guy like Ryan Tannehill, who's super volatile and just doesn't have it. I think the Titans take a step back. I think you get more continuity with Matt Ryan coming into that situation. Guys like Michael Pittman are able to step up and kind of reap the benefits. I think Jonathan Taylor does not have to carry the whole load on his back. I still think the defense is going to be about the same. Uh, you know, now that Shaq Leonard seems like he's getting healthy, uh, even with Matt Everflus being in Chicago now. And I just think the Colts are marginally a better team this year than the, uh, than the Titans. I think they're going to win that division. Yeah, it's it's one of those that doesn't have a lot of juice to it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. negative, right? So that they mm-hmm. have a negative one forty odds. So again, you'd have to put up one hundred and forty dollars to win a hundred dollars back. That's what mm-hmm. that number means for those of you that that aren't comfortable with that math yet. But it's to me, it's one of the safer bets because I agree with you. I don't I don't believe in the Titans. I and I've liked the Titans for the last few years. They're they're kind of like a Bears fan, like you know, mirror over in the AFC, right. Where they're, they're just kind of gritting out wins and, you know, Oh, defense and running game. And like, isn't this nice. And there's something like kind of throwback about how they did things, but I just, I'm, 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 I would much rather bet against Derrick Henry's uh, ability to try to carry this team without AJ Brown. Like I just, Mm -hmm. I just don't see it. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, I I already mentioned AJ Brown. I'll just, I'll just, let's you know, we got to talk about the Eagles, man. Yes, we do. Like, uh, I'll use my first $50 chip, and I'm going to put it on the Eagles to win the division. This goes with the uh, Cowboys under bet um, that I just – I don't really believe in the Cowboys. I think that they're going to fail catastrophically at some point. I don't know if Jalen Hurts is the guy. I don't know that Jalen Hurts has to be the guy to win this division, right? Jalen Hurts has to be the guy to win the Super Bowl, right? Mm -hmm. That's a different question. But Jalen Hurts can be – 
a role player and this roster can win the NFC East. So for me, this is one of the more attractive bets out there because you get plus money on the Eagles to win the division. It's plus 150. I don't think the Commanders have any shot at this. I don't think the Giants have any shot at this. And you've got a team in Dallas that I think is overinflated. So to me, the math pushes me to put uh, to put a chip on, on the Eagles to win the division. I completely agree with you. It's why I'm taking a $50 chip and I'm putting that on the over at the nine and a half. I think this roster is dramatically improved from last year. And this was a playoff team last year, right? We remember that they got throttled in the playoffs against the Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Bucks, but they have improved greatly. They got AJ Brown. They've got um, Sauce Gardner now from the Saints. They had some good, they had a terrific draft. They were nine and eight last year. So when I look at this whole situation, they tell me that I can, I can get them one more win at right. It, I'm going to go all over that. We already talked about it. We think the Cowboys are going to take a step down. We think the Commanders are going to take a step down. I have no faith in the Giants at all. I think the Eagles are definitely going to take a step forward. I love your division winning pick. I like it a lot. And I think they're going to get there by winning 10 plus games. Yeah, CJ Gardner Johnson, um, uh, the the Saints corner yes. who liked to induce Punch punching people. from Bears wide receivers. Uh, he he basically went there for free. Uh, mm-hmm. Not for free. They're going to pay him money, but they they acquired him for very little draft capital. Kind of amazing. Yeah. Right. Yes. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna join you on the the over. I'm gonna use one of my twenty five dollar uh, chips, and then I'm just gonna kind of I'm gonna jump here and and keep going. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna use a fifty dollar chip. Uh, for another division bet, and this one's bigger, I get it, but I'm going to go into the fray. I'm going to pu- I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. And I'm going to put it on the Chargers to win the division. Nice. There's enough juice for me to want to do it, yeah. right? I mean, if this was plus 100, I wouldn't feel good about it. But it's plus 220. That's enough juice. Where I think they're the most talented team in the division. I know that they haven't proven it yet. Right. I know that they they didn't prove it last year, but they added some really key pieces. I already talked about on the over. Um, I just I think Casey comes back to the pack. I think Denver's interesting, but I think that uh, they're in year one of a new head coach. I think that Brandon Staley, year two of the head coach, they're additions. I think this is their time. I think they take the lead. Nice. I listen. I, I love that team. They have a lot of hype on their shoulders right now. Right. They, yep. and I, I think what sucks for them is. Um, they don't really have a home field advantage. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see their home games and see a lot of other, the other fans travel to their home games. But, again, we talked about it. They got the coach. They got the quarterback. They got the blue-chipped athletes. They just paid Derwin James. He's one of the best safeties in football. Um, as long as they stay healthy, you know, key guys, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, they can absolutely do it. Absolutely. Uh, what yeah. about you? I, I jumped you a number of bets here. So no, you got to catch so, up. I'm actually going to go two for one as well. We're going to go back to the AFC North, and we're going to the uh, to the Baltimore Ravens. I like them. Um, I got a I got a fifty dollar chip for them to go over nine point five wins, and I got a twenty five dollar chip for them to win the division as well. Okay. Um, listen, I, I this was a football team last year that was ravaged by injuries. They lost like three or four running backs before. Their last preseason game, they got hit hard on both sides of the football with injuries. Yet, even still, they won nine games last year. I, I, I think that um, 
you know, the, the subtraction of Hollywood Brown, bringing in the rookie, having the running backs come back. I like what they have on defense. Obviously, their special teams is one of the best in football. They've got a special teams head coach. They've got the, uh, the, the best kicker of all time. But the key to me is Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson is is been disrespected all offseason in the national media. I think he's been the forgotten guy. People are calling him still a running quarterback. He doesn't throw the football. He doesn't do this. He can't lead you to a Super Bowl. This guy's an MVP trophy on his shelf. And look at the people who have gotten paid before him. Deshaun Watson's got their money before him. Josh Allen's gotten his money before him. And Kyler Murray's gotten his money before him. And I think that's absolutely BS. And I think Lamar Jackson is going to go absolutely scorched earth if he does not get a contract by this Friday. And he's going to show people that he deserves to be um, – the maybe the highest paid quarterback in football and he wants his money guaranteed and all up front and um i got a, i got a prop bet attached to that later on uh, as a little tease there but i like the but most importantly for now i like the ravens to to finish with 10 wins and i like them to win the division this year well you're betting on a team that consistently puts out winners exactly. right i mean that that's that's kind of the the deal there you're you're putting the 50 dollar bet on the over under which pays for yourself to get the division bet so if they they hit that that 10 wins you get that full unit back and it pays for the division so even if the if they fall to second place it's not that big of a deal right but you are still getting juice you're getting the plus 130 on on the division Um, i'm gonna you know just for fun i'm Mm -hmm. gonna disagree with you though and i'm gonna i'll put a 25 dollars chip on the Bengals to win the division so they're at plus 160 so i get even more juice for putting for for betting on the Bengals uh, to win the division, and the fun part is we can have this conversation 17 weeks from now, and I'm pretty sure one of us are going to be right. Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I don't think it's going to be one of the other two teams. So, uh, so we'll have a little fun there, and I'll use my last $25 chip to to say the the Bengals win the division at plus 160. Nice, nice. All, All right. right, we haven't talked about the Bears yet, right? Okay. And we're running and we're running out of chips here, and um. Listen, the Bears are sitting at six wins right now. I'm actually going to take the over for that at $25. Um, you know, I, I, I know they have, on paper right now, one of the worst offensive lines in football. And on paper right now, uh, one of the worst wide receiving cores uh, in the NFL. Brand new head coach, brand new channel manager, second year quarterback. You've heard it all. Roquan Smith is fed up, yada, yada, yada. But this is kind of a homer pick, obviously, and, and that's okay, right? When you're playing with your, with low units, I, I think it's okay to, to have a little bit of a homer pick. It helps you to kind of root for your team on Sundays. Um, but I think there's a little bit of a buzz in this football team and in this locker room right now. Um, I think that Justin Fields is going to take a step forward. I think he's going to have a solid season. I think he's a guy that can throw for you know 3,000 yards at least and have 20 touchdowns and, and keep his interceptions low. I think he's going to have about 500 yards on the ground. And I think you're going to see guys like Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet you know, step up and have solid seasons. I think you're going to see, you know, guys like, you know, Bayless Jones, hopefully if he's healthy and gets that hamstring right and, and, and just their hodgepodge of weapons and Equinemius St. Brown and Brian Pringle to kind of mix in and do just enough, you know, to, to win seven games for this football team this year. The schedule is a little bit light. That's mostly why I'm going with this. They play some really shaky quarterbacks on their schedule this year. And I think that they can sneak out a couple one, you know, one score games this year. 
This was a team that won six games last year. I think they can improve on that one this year. It's mostly because I believe in this coaching staff. I, I think that the Bears finally got it right with this coaching staff. I'm a huge Luke Getzey fan. I think that if all goes right in the next couple of years here, and fingers crossed, hopefully it does, he's a guy that could be on team's radar uh, for a potential head coaching position. Um, so, you know, listen, if the Bears are able to take a step forward this year, win seven football games, and most importantly, Justin Fields looks like the guy long term, then the, the arrow's pointing up for the Bears. But for now, I'm going to take the over for them. I, I just feel like a lot of people have been going the other way against Chicago, taking the under. And typically when you see that in betting and in Vegas, bad things happen, right? It tends to go the opposite way. That's how uh, Caesars and the Bellagio and all those nice places are, have been built. So I'm going to take the other way. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna match it, but I'm going to match it with a $50 chip just because that's what I have left and that's what I was saving this for. Um, here's, here's the thing is this line was at six and a half and it came down to six because of all of the action on the under. That is actually the national media bias, mm -hmm. right? That's or that's all of the like talk that influences people to put in bets. It's not the national media necessarily, but it's all the people that say, well, the Bears suck. Six games, never going to get, they're never going to get to six and a half wins, right? So they put their money on the under. So much money goes on the under that they drop the line. And so, so the good thing about that is that if the Bears do hit at six, if they, they finish at six and 11, it's, it's a push, right? You get your money back. So, mm -hmm. so that, that half unit matters here when, when you're worried about a team that's maybe not going to win a lot. I think the culture is huge. I think the culture is, is a gigantic part of what Maddie Refluce is bringing. There's a lot of guys that were frustrated with, with how that last regime went. Totally understandable. You have a new philosophy. And here's, here's the thing about the new philosophy, this hits philosophy, right? This hustle, intensity, takeaways, and playing smart. That's the hits philosophy. It's going to have your talent poor team overachieve mm -hmm. because it's, it's going to play disciplined football. We saw it in the preseason. You saw it in guys that got cut. They weren't committing penalties, right? So they're, they're not going to shoot themselves in the foot. Right, they're they're gonna they're gonna play clean football. They're gonna hustle to the football at all times. So they're they're gonna likely do better in the the turnover categories, both keeping the ball away uh, on offense and taking the ball away on defense. And if you're playing a team that is the same level as you, that's an advantage. If you're playing a team that's a little hot, uh, better than you, you can be competitive in those games because you're playing clean football. And so I think that the Bears are going to steal a couple of games that are going to really surprise people just because of this approach and because people seem to be buying it. Maybe they don't get there. That's fine. But I believe in the approach that they're taking, and I think that they're pretty interesting, and I think it's worth putting some money on the over because that line is pretty achievable. Like you said, they're playing some bad quarterbacks. They're playing some bad teams. If Justin Fields takes, takes that step, then this is not even a question. They're going to be fine because he has an offensive system that can – that can actually support him. So yeah. um, I'm good with that bet. You've got one $25 chip left. I've got a $50 chip left, and then we'll do our $100 bets. Absolutely. My $125 pick uh, chip, excuse me, I'm going to take it for a little bit of a long shot here. I think I'm going to surprise a lot of people, but we're going to the um, to the NFC. Is that the South, right? That's the South. Um, I'm going to put it on the uh, New Orleans Saints to win the division. Um, here's the thing. I think Tampa Bay is banged up 
in particular on that offensive line. Tom Brady is 45 years old. He disappeared for 10 days. We don't know if he's sleeping on the sofa right now because his wife doesn't like him. He's in the page six news. Um, you know, his guy that retired and then came back like two weeks later, Gronkowski is gone. Um, but what we've seen in the past is, um, you know, to beat Tom Brady, it, it starts with pressure, and in particular with pressure up the middle. They lost their starting center very, very early on. They didn't really, to me, go out and, and replace him effectively. Um, you know, Chris Godwin's, you know, they say he's, he's, he's recovered from that injury. I'm not sure. Listen, it takes a while to recover from those kind of injuries. I don't know how, how close he is going to be to hundred um, percent. I love, um, I, I love coach Todd Bowles a lot. I love Byron, uh, Byron Leftwich a lot. I just think that they're going to take a little bit of a step back this year. And to be quite frank with you, I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Brady kind of runs through this for half a season and something happens. He might just walk away from the whole situation. I just don't know where he's at right now mentally with with everything that's going on this offseason with him um, and if his heart is really in this season. And I say that as one of the biggest Tom Brady fans of all time. I'm a huge Tom Brady guy, which means that this feels a little bit weird right now. And we've seen it before. Great athletes don't know quite how to walk away until it really, really gets bad. Remember, the Saints are undefeated against the Buccaneers in the Brady era. They're the only team that's been undefeated against them. They are 4-0. And Dennis Allen is going to bring out their really good defense. I like Jameis Winston with that offense. Um, I like the rookie that they got out there, right? Chris Olave. I love Michael Thomas, Alva Kamara. It looks like he's not going to get suspended, even though he beat the shit out of some guy in Vegas. Um, (laughs) And I just think that a lot of people are sleeping on them a little bit. And why not, right? Why not take a little bit of a lower unit? We've seen this all the time where some team comes out of nowhere and wins a division. And I think that uh, I think the Saints might be that team this year. Yeah, it's an interesting bet. It's plus 320. So, I mean, there's a lot of juice on taking the Saints here. They're really the only team that can take advantage of the Bucks not performing up to expectations. I don't see Carolina. Carolina is a disaster waiting to happen. They're 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 going to blow it up at the end of the year. And the the Falcons are rebuilding. Like they're just they're not going to be that interesting. Mariota slash Ritter is not going to take them anywhere this year. So it's really only the Saints that can that can challenge uh, the Bucks. And basically, you're betting on a Bucks implosion, right? Because I, I just They've got the most talent, um, but and Brady, I'm, I just don't think he can bet against Brady, mm-hmm. even if he has other stuff going on. But um, it's it, the juice makes it worth throwing throwing down a half unit. It's not something I feel even remotely confident about, but it's a it's a what the hell bet. And if it pays off, it's something that could really pay off at the end of the year. You'd be happy you did it. I like it. I'm I'm going to take a not not that juicy bet, but um, it's kind of like your. Ravens bet or maybe yeah. even your Colts bet, but I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Rams to win the NFC West. Again, I don't believe in the Cardinals. The Seahawks are going to be terrible. Uh, this really comes down to a two, two team race in my mind. And, and so I'm just going to take the plus plus one twenty with the Rams to win the division. They won the Super Bowl last year. I, I think that they're still a really good football team. The, the Niners are, are going to start a rookie quarterback. They've got some. They've got just got some weird stuff going on there. I'm not really quite sure. I understand everything that's happening uh, with the Niners. The Rams are going to start off against the Bills. They'll probably lose on Thursday, right? Like, I mean, they, the the Bills look like they're they're raring to go as well. So the Rams could start off national television getting beat, but I still think that they're. 
I, to me, they're the team in the NFC to beat. Mm-hmm. That that to me is the t- the best team in the NFC, and I think the Bills are the best team in the AFC. And it would not shock me if we end the year with the Bills and the Rams playing each other for the title. And so the first thing you got to do is win your division. I, I think I'll take the plus territory with the Rams at one twenty. I like it. The whole 49ers situation is is like you said, it, it, it's a weird situation, right? Jimmy G is gone, but he's back, and then you know how does Trey Lance feel about that? Trey Lance was picked. Um, he was voted the, the seventh overall today when they were picking captains. Your starting quarterback is seventh on, on the captain's list. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't like the fact that they bring Jimmy G back, who was basically like six minutes away from winning a ring with a lot of guys in that locker room. And um, it kind of feels like that that Undertaker meme when he's like standing over the shoulder, and, mm-hmm. like like he's just constantly there. And I don't think that you're instilling a lot of confidence in your young quarterback. And you know, Kyle Shanahan, like like sneaky over like sneaky overrated coach. Like he's a guy that has like a just barely uh, career 500 record. If, if you look at his stats, and a lot of people can say, "Well, he's had injuries." Like, well, hey, guess what? Every court, every coach gets injuries, right? And so. Um, it, it's kind of put up or shut up time for them, but I I believe in Sean McVay. I think Sean McVay is um, is a borderline psychopath. <laughs> and I, <laughs> yeah, and I think that him winning a Super Bowl does nothing to slow him down. I think he's going to come back and, and really try hard to run it back. Aaron Donald also a psychopath. Are you going to bet against that guy? I, so I really like that pick. I think Al I think Al Robinson is going to revive his career opposite Cooper Cup and Van Jefferson uh, with Matt Stafford, and I think that offense is going to keep rolling. I like it. All right, hundred dollar chip, big time. Listen, JB, I have picked the Buffalo Bills to win the Super Bowl two years in a row. I'm going to make it three years in a row. We're going big or we're going home. Put a hundred dollars on plus 600 the bills and josh allen they were 13 seconds away last year right from winning that football game and i think that they would have beat the Bengals in the afc championship and then i think they would have beat the rams in the super bowl i have to think that josh allen is pissed i think he's the most dynamic weapon in the nfl right now because of everything that he can do um i love their roster um, I have to pick them to go to the Super Bowl. I have to pick them to win the Super Bowl. I feel like this is the year that they finally get over the hump. I think they're playing in one of the softest divisions in the NFL for a big-time team. So they're able to kind of coast through that division and rest guys and really ramp up for the playoffs. And I think they're going to get that bye week and get the best record in, in, in football. And I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Well, I like that bet a lot. But I'm not. I can't end the show with the same bet. <laughs> I may have been going there with the hundred dollar chip, and and it's more because I just think that they've got the best roster. They've got everything going for them. Um, like you said, they're in a weak division, so they're going to coast to that. It's tough to you know. I love. I, I really like the Chargers this year. Right. Yeah. I mean, again, they're my they're my AFC team. I like them a lot, but. They play in a tough division. I can't get away from that, right? Yeah. I, they, they could get beat up to the point where they're out, right? Yeah. They, they could get beat up where they're on the road. Maybe it doesn't matter because there's no Chargers fans out there, right? Like, that's that's fine. I get that. Um, so, like, it, it's hard for me to say that, uh, you know, plus 1,400 is enough to put a big chip over there, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I, will, I will double down on the Rams. Ooh, I like this. And I will take the Rams to win the Super Bowl at plus 1,100. Now, oh. 
repeat Super Bowl champ? I don't know, man. Like, that seems a little crazy. But to me, this is the best team in the NFC. I agree with you on the Tom Brady stuff that, like, I'm just not sure about, about the Bucks. I don't think there's anything coming from the Saints. I'm worried about the Niners. I don't think that the Cardinals are anything. The, you know, the Vikings, I think they can win the division, but it's Kirk Cousins. Like, I'm not worried mm-hmm. about him in the playoffs and making a deep mm-hmm. run. Rogers thing's weird. Like the guy just wants to go do hallucinogens in the desert and <laughs> you know, eat clarified butter. Um, we all. Well, I mean, maybe not that that much. I, I, I'm not really into that. I think the Cowboys are overrated, and I think the Eagles are are Jim underrated. Hurston. But I don't think that they're a Super Bowl contender, right? So to yeah. me, the only real team that's super, I think that the Rams hit their stride in the playoffs last year. Like I think, like towards the end of the year, they started ramping up and they hit their stride. But I don't like in the middle of the year, I think they were still trying to figure things out. Stafford's first year there, right? They're starting to figure stuff out. Um, this year, I think that they have it figured out. Like they're going to have it figured out and they're going to be, um, they're, to me, they're going to be the clear cut favorite in the NFC. So mm-hmm. because you picked the Bills and I get actually way better odds here at yep. um, plus 1100, I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to double down here. I'm going to put my big chip on the Rams plus 1100 win it all. I love it. I love it. I mean, listen, I, I, I can realistically see though that team being a repeat champion. I think it'll be really fun if we're watching that game tomorrow night unknowingly, you know, looking at this game saying that we're going to see these two teams again in February to, to play for it all, right? Um, I'm pretty sure if you can look on FanDuel or one of these sports betting sites, you could probably get a Bills-Rams just to play in the Super Bowl together, probably, probably about plus 2,500, plus 3,000 in that territory, which, again, if you feel really confident in both those teams to either go to the Super Bowl or win, why not mix them in and, and, and put them both on there for equal for even more value? Yeah, that's that's a lot of fun. That's a bet that I would definitely consider. I'll have to take a look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I use Caesars for most of my like lines and, and mm-hmm. all that, but there's a couple other uh, apps that I have uh, that uh, I could check out those props as well. So we'll, we'll see where that is. I'd Caesars might do that too. So, yeah. um, well, that's that's the that's the idea that we had to kind of go through season long bets. I hope you guys liked it. Um, I had a lot of fun going through that. I. I wasn't sure where Ross was going to go on all of this. I know some of them, right? Mm-hmm. Like we've, we've talked enough where I do kind of, I kind of knew you were going to go uh, Ravens. I thought that maybe you agreed with me on the Eagles part. Like we had kind of talked about that before, but a lot of, I learned a lot. I'm going to save this. I'm going to, I'll tweet this out so that people can see our, our bets. But um, in general, uh, I, I, I'm not super surprised at anything. And, and I do think that these are all worthy bets to make. Maybe not, maybe not double up your bets. Like I did, uh, you know, uh, on Super Bowl bets or, and like Ross did, if you don't feel comfortable with that, but those are the best odds. And if you put a big marker out there, that, that can actually be really profitable. Uh, I actually put a big bet on the Rams to win the Super Bowl last year. That's a, you know where the vast majority of my bankroll is from is that one bet that I that I cashed uh you know with that Super Bowl bet I got it got it in very early on um, and believing in the Rams so I guess I'm just kind of doubling down here using some of the profits from last year um, to, to to make that bet again but you said you had a couple of props so why don't you run through those just kind of for the people that are sticking yeah. with us here um, run through the prop bets that you'd like uh, and then and then we'll get out of here. 
Yeah, absolutely. I would go through them real quick, right? The first one, the big one to me, listen, if I said that, that Lamar Jackson was going to go scorched earth because he's pissed off, then I'm also going to bet on him to win the MVP this year. This is a guy who's done it before. He's a dynamic athlete. He can do it with his legs. He can do it with his arm. I think that if he, if they come out of that division and win, he's going to be a strong MVP candidate, and he's going to have the whole national media, the narrative behind him about they didn't want to pay me, and, and now I earned it. I got those odds at plus 2,500. Yep, absolutely. Which I think, listen, it's worth a couple bucks to put it on there. So that was one I'm looking at. One of my favorite bets every year is the first coach fired bet. Um, and the two guys I'm looking at, just I, I teased it earlier. Listen, I love Ron Rivera. I think he's a great guy. I love the fact that he's battled through cancer and he's made it back out there. But I think that Washington situation is is getting worse. And I think he is, is on the hot seat to be first coach for fired as do I think is uh, Matt Rule in Carolina. I think he's a guy that is also on the hot seat as well. That situation doesn't seem to be getting good, good or better. If, J- if Baker Mayfield kind of wets the bet a little bit, Matt Rule could could be gone. And then keep an eye on Cliff Kingsbury too in that situation. It wouldn't be a, a bad idea to kind of sprinkle a couple bucks on on all three of those guys. They could be the the first coach fired this year. I'd put my money on Matt Rule. Yeah, that's that's where I think that's 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 going on right there. Absolutely, uh, Kingsbury. I think that they would wait just because they're the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, but if there's an in-season firing, I could absolutely see David Tepper firing Matt Rule in the middle of the year, yep. just just because he seems like a little bit more reactionary. Yep. So, and yeah, then, good uh, stuff. Yeah. What else? I was you got? Say, real quick, last three. I like the Kansas City Chiefs this year. They have the most offensive points in football, or the most points in football this year. I like Michael Parsons to win the uh, the uh, defensive uh, uh, MVP trophy, and then I like Chris Olave from the Saints to get offensive rookie of the year. Okay. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Um, you can get plus odds and all that. It's worth you know. Don't don't put a lot of money on it. Put a couple bucks on it. But it's a, those are fun bets. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I could see. Dallas firing McCarthy at the end of the year. Yeah, Jerry Jones doesn't fire people in season. Right. So Sean right. Payton will be the next coach of the Dallas Cowboys, but it right. won't happen in season. It'll happen after the season. Yeah, I, I can. I can't really see anybody else necessarily yeah. getting the like, axe. Yeah, they're like the Bears. They don't fire people in, uh, in season. So, but yeah. Well, good stuff. Well, Ross, I really appreciate it. Um, I uh, quick recap on the bourbon. Uh, someone pointed out that they didn't see you taking many drinks. Ross is focused on trying to make everybody money. This class was kind of full at the start, so absolutely. So I, uh, I, I've held this back for a while. I can't, I can't say why. There's just sometimes you buy a bottle and you kind of hold it back. You don't want to open it. Um, it's cask strength, so it's 109 proof. But I think it's. I, I don't. I don't need anything with it. Um, some people might, but I don't think it's. I don't think it's too hot. Uh, I, I get a lot of vanilla mm-hmm. off of it, which is pretty pretty common for for makers, mm-hmm. and uh, it's pretty smooth. Two, so, uh, two tips. So I'm a I'm a beer back guy. I like to I like to have a little bourbon with a little bit of beer back. That glass right there goes amazing in the holidays with a uh, Christmas ale from Great Lakes from from the Cleveland area, um, and it also tastes great with a uh, with a cigar. If you're a cigar guy, you just want to sit out on the back porch of the patio. Um, just kind of sip that neat and uh, throw some Donny Hathaway on or some 60s soul music and just chill out and relax. That's that's my kind of Saturday night. 
we know that now the the public may not know, but we we have an unspoken agreement that I'm not allowed to touch the playlist <laughs> when we hang out. Like you will be you will be providing the playlist. I'm supposed to bring the good speaker, yes. uh, apparently. So that's correct. Uh, that's that's our unspoken agreement. I don't get to touch the playlist. You can so. follow me on Spotify. I it's playlist making playlists is one of my hobbies. I have over 250 playlists on Spotify. I, I love doing it. Music. I love music is my soul. That's amazing, Ross. So, Ross, where can people find your work? Yep. You can find me. Absolutely. You find me on Twitter at Ross Reed, R-E-A-D. I host a uh, co-host the Mac and Reed show on the Barroom Network. We're going to be switching to Thursday nights at 7 p.m. starting tomorrow night. So right at the start of those first games, kind of put that on uh, on mute, throw us on, and then you and I would be back together uh, on Sundays as well. Yeah, so every Sunday we are going to come to you in the morning. So the idea is when you're putting in your final bets, when you're trying to set your fantasy lineup, when you're trying to pick your daily fantasy lineup, when you're trying to pick your survivor team for the week, mm-hmm. whatever kind of fantasy game or or bets that you're into, I'm going to be here. I'm going to have a couple of co-hosts that are going to cycle in and out, and we're going to help answer all of your questions. That's the idea of what we're going to do. It's all on Second City uh, Gridiron. It's it, it's going to be on YouTube um, because we're doing it Sunday morning to help you get those final bets, and it's not going to be a podcast, so you'll have to actually go to the YouTube to see this live. But mm-hmm. that's that's the try. To, that's the uh, community we're going to try to build. Our idea is why not reallocate that money that the books have into our pockets yes. and let's do it together. Let's have some fun. Let's, let's, uh, let's take that best advice together. Um, and let, let's try to profit together. So get some, um, get some coffee, put some bourbon cream in there from Buffalo trace and, and let's hang yes. out. I have two full bottles of bourbon cream from Buffalo trace ready to go for the season. I think we're going to, yes, I think we're going to go through that this season. Look forward to it. Excellent, Ross. Well, I appreciate your time. I appreciate everybody for joining us. Make sure that you join us on Sundays. I hope that you put in some of these bets and uh, let us know other bets that you uh, put in. And uh, we will see you on Sundays. Thanks, guys. See you.